Welcome to Digimon Digital Moncast, the podcast where we sit around and talk about a Japanese kids show about monsters. I am Tyler, and I am joined by Jules. Hi there. And Joel. You know, since we're recording this over Skype, we're, we're kind of digital people. Oh, Are we the kids that gosh. slowed down the Digimon in that fight with, you know, we, from the movie? We might be. Hmm. I'm just having a slight existential crisis now. <laughs> Are we making things worse? Are we nuking Tokyo? No, no, no. Those kids saved Tokyo. No, Izzy well, saved I'm, Tokyo. Oh, well, yeah, but that's... As, hmm. as the American here, I'm not entirely comfortable talking about nuking Japan. <laughs> <laughs> that, I was loving that movie they go on about how, oh, it was Ty and Matt saved everything. No, that was Izzy. Izzy did all the fucking work. Ty and Matt just jumped inside a computer. True, but... Like real heroes, they jumped in to take credit for the, you know, nerds who actually did all the work's work. Hmm. <laughs> Izzy is like 90% of the problem solving of the group. He does everything for them. Well, yeah, I mean, he's the he's a computer hacker. In, when you're in the digital world, being a computer hacker is the next best thing to being And he's God. apparently nine, so... <laughs> Although, I mean, he was foiled by, like, indigestion. Let's, let's not forget about that part. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, every, well, isn't that, isn't gastrointestinal issues every uh, computer hacker's, like, Achilles heel? It's the downfall of every nerdy Japanese character. That's a delivery scene from Swordfish, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so anyway, well, over the last week... Um, we were asking what the deal was with Rio's, how he got from Adventure to Tamers. Yeah. I looked yes. it up. It is fucking weird. Take us on this trip. <laughs> so over the course of his games, mm-hmm. he goes to the digital world like three times to fight against Millennium Mon, mm-hmm. who is chimeramon if you remember him from adventure 2 yep not the same chimeramon a different one <laughs> okay combined with the corpse of machine ramon that's f- fucked up but okay yeah and inhabiting the body of a like 12 year old right who plays um, card games <laughs> <laughs> sends people to what would the would it be the Dark Ocean? Would be the Shadow I so. Realm? I think so. We have no idea. Nobody knows because they never uh, they never well, got no, around they, to explaining all they that. They did send someone to the Dark Ocean as like a they couldn't find him, so they just sent him to the Dark Ocean because he was too strong. But yeah, he fights this Millennium Mon and beats him like three times, but he keeps coming back as like a ghost, and then as <laughs> and then he comes back like, in someone's arm, and it's really weird, and then yeah. <laughs> But, so the lesson there is always empty the recycle bin after you delete something. And then in <laughs> one of the games, instead of 
just beating him, and then he comes back as a ghost again, the two of them sort of, like, fly off into the future together. Because apparently they're friends now. But then, instead of going into the future, Ryo goes into the past, where he finds out that every single digital world throughout the entire multiverse was created at the same time when the world's first digital computer activated, and that they diverged into alternate realities over time. Okay. Sure. I'm, yeah. with, I'm with you so far. And then far. the Makes entire sense. game is Rio jumping between the adventure and Tamer's universes, trying to save everyone. Fuck, it is sliders. And then, and then at the very end... Just screw, I guess, all the other infinite at the very end, you know, digital worlds. He gets to pick which digital world he goes to <laughs> and he goes to Tamer's. That should not be left in the hands of a child. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> a little, that's a little too much responsibility, I think. Yeah, like, okay, hey, you can take care of a goldfish. Well, you now can take care of a like, pet rat or pet turtle. Now you get to decide the fate of, like, multiverses within the digital realm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's cool. You're Tron. <laughs> it also explains... I knew kids who couldn't handle taking care of a single Neopet. God, yeah, yeah. yeah actually, like, consider the idea of, like, yeah. how many of our own Digimon probably died on us in Tamagotchis as well. well and then put, turned like... Into, it, turned into Numamon, more likely. Well, yeah, but even then, like, take that... Which is a fate to... worse than death when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. But take that expanded to fucking universes. Mm. <laughs> like... I just like the concept that the digital world was just instantly created the moment the first computer was turned on. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of how our world universe was created. Like, the Big Bang was kind of a momentary, like, event, and then all of a sudden, hey, new yeah. universe. I'm just imagining, like, the large Hedron Collider, but instead it's just, it's just throwing, like, large CRT monitors together to try and figure out how the digital <laughs> world started. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we're gonna we're gonna collide a couple transistors at a very very high speed and see what happens. Yeah. So here we've got an Nvidia card, and here we've got an old mechanical Ooh. keyboard. I'm just gonna rub them together and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get fucking weird ass Wonder Swan games. It's, so wait. So would so the so digital world being fucked up in Frontier would that be because Ryu just decided to leave that one? Like it's cool. I don't know. Cause, Cause, maybe. Cause so, Ryu's that, the... Yeah. Like, he's the ultimate villain of Frontier, then. Possibly. Yeah. It'll, the, apparently, the game also features a alternate future from the Adventure Universe in which um, Ken betrayed everyone. Mm-hmm. And all of the bosses are hinted to be armor digivolutions of Wormmon. Okay. That you fight. That's kind of that's yeah, kind of cool. Kinda I'd, be, I'd be interested in that. Yeah. And also that one of these um, Rio games was the introduction of Ken, so it was Ken before he became the emperor. Okay. Which is cool. I just found that so weird that they like hinted at this stuff in Adventure Two, and then nope, no yeah, explanation. Uh, just Rio fucking... was apparently really, really popular in Japan. That's fair, like, so, but it was just a case of, like, no explanation, just... Yeah, no no, bod- no. no, uh, no one took any time to explain this like, all. Nobody it was made a, a major short. plot Nobody, point. Yeah. 
about the the whole the dark spores are from one of the times Rio killed Millennium Mon. Yeah, I like that. One of the times, like <laughs> one of the times. Well, because he like he was Millennium Mon. Then I think he was like Moon Millennium Mon. Moon Millennium. Okay, sure. And he lived in a giant moon castle or something. That Millennium Mon came from the moon. Got it. Yeah, he's a moon person. <laughs> Well, the moon the moon's full of castles, so this is all <laughs> checking out. Yes, yes. I want to see the moon real estate for castles now. Like, just... <laughs> what is a digital... Does, does the digital world have a moon? I, I think it... Yeah. It's anime. Of I course it's a moon. It does. There's going to be a giant moon in the background at some point. Well, it has it has a skybox with an image of a moon. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you can't actually get there. It's got... You fly up and you just hit a wall. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just getting this image of, like, Izzy riding around on Kabaterimon and then flies too high and he just bangs his head. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, he gets a little, like, red arrow above his head, like, no, wrong way. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and it just, like, flips him upside down. Oh, God, go I'm just imagining higher. now a Digimon speedrun in that world. Oh, boy. <laughs> you could probably have used quite a few glitches. <laughs> Just, well, yeah. would you even need to? Because th- there's that cave that they went to at the in the Edamon arc, I want to say. Oh, yeah. yeah when they where find they, one of the crests just, and then it, like, just teleports just, like, draws them. on the wall and they can go wherever they want? And then they never use it again. <laughs> I am I assume they lost it. But yeah. They, they just have no idea where it was. that specific cave? Because apparently you can just draw on shit and you can go wherever you like. So, it's the Take On Me music video now? <laughs> Apparently. Actually, yeah, that, that is actually, hmm, that is actually has some parallels with Digimon. That, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, my, it's my the brain. comic world rather than the digital world. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I want to go to the world where everything's rotoscoped. That'd be neat. Oh, yeah, hmm. but you get, like, a bit sick for the first couple hours. Adjusted to that oh, shit. Oh, you get used to it. Yeah, you, you'd acclimate, but then if you got back out I mean, to the real world, everything would be even more would fucked it, up. Wait, would it be wait, I just realized this. I realized they already made a movie about background? this. It's called A Scanner Darkly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But would it be any worse than going to the digital world where everything is in the background? <laughs> and it looks like you can't actually touch anything because it's all just a painting in the background. <laughs> No, I've 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 done plenty of stage work. I think I can handle all the, the flats. Yeah. The, the curiously not background thing that you're obviously supposed to interact with. Oh, it's like an adventure game. World. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Exactly. It would actually be way simpler. Like, oh man, I can't find my keys. Let me look for the one thing that looks like a solid object. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I know that door's gonna come out and hit me because it's painted red. It's like those old adventure games where they had pre-rendered backgrounds, but the objects weren't, so you always knew what you could pick up. Yep, my favorite was when they'd animate them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Just take that, the one thing that's moving. I think that bush is important because it's kind of clearer than the rest of them and sticking out just like one centimeter ahead of everything else. Mm, and it's at, you know, half the resolution. Yeah. That works. My hand changes shape when I pass it over it. It must be something different. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about this, but the Japanese episodes of the show have different titles. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, the title in English for episode one was And So It Begins. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Japanese, it was Adrift, the Island of Adventure. I, there's, there's a, like, a style to, like, Japanese titles of stuff that follows that sort of pattern where mm. it's, 
a word or like a concept followed by an ex like an explanation or a description. Mm. Yeah. But I mean that you know, that makes sense because it's yeah. they're on File Island and it's you know it's Digimon Adventure, but they don't know it's an island. They don't find that out for like six or seven episodes. Even though it's kind of in the intro, like single yeah. fucking island. Giant Devimon. That part of the intro was awesome, with the huge Devimon. Every part of the intro is just fucking great. Like, we talked about it before, but mostly with the song, but the actual, like, visual intro is fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so we want to jump into the episode? Because I've run out of stuff to talk about. It might be, like, yeah. <laughs> All I had was talk about the, the, the weirdness well, that is I, I figured I figured you were going to at least segue into the title of today's episode. Oh, yeah. Episode is, 2 is Birth of Greymon. Which or, isn't entirely accurate, because he's not really born. And we've already seen Greymon. Well, we haven't, because we never got that movie. But Ty, Ty yeah. and Kari have already seen a Greymon. Uh, and in Japanese, it's Explosive Evolution, Greymon. Fuck yeah, that's way better. That's a yeah, that's a much better title. Yeah, yeah. Explosive Evolution. Kids can understand that. Sound, makes it sound hardcore. Yeah. All right, so yeah. actually, let's get into the episode itself. Yeah. So we start off with you know your standard previously on Digimon, mm-hmm. but it's a it's Ty narrating a recap of how they met the Digimon. Uh, they did evolved, and then he said, "You know, it was a bit of a cliffhanger. We already fucking yes, made this... that joke." <laughs> yes, this this show and this episode in particular is uh, not. There's no bar too low for them to crawl under for a joke. Oh, yep. this show loves its terrible puns. <laughs> the the mere existence of Gatomon later on, oh, her God. life is just one giant pun. God, I That's all about she does. That. <laughs> Half her lines are just random ass puns for no reason. Yeah, yeah, that must that must be a rough rough life. I can't imagine living like that. <laughs> but they're all falling off the cliff. Uh, all the Digimon that can fly, I try to grab their partners. Yeah, it, it, at first it just shows them all flying, and I'm thinking, what you you cheaters? How dare you like <laughs> yeah. just get out of this? And then they actually do go and try to help. So yeah, Padamon. Is yeah. he cannot carry anyone? I no. don't think Padamon. He can barely lift himself. It would suck, like having ears that are also wings, a la Dumbo. Like, just hurt. <laughs> it hurt, and they're it not suck. really yeah, ears yeah, though. They're just wings where his ears should be. True, but they're way too small to actually move anything. So yeah, it has to be really painful trying to lift that entire body of his. Mm. Although. He d- his attack is a bubble. I wonder if he's maybe like a Kirby, where he's just like all <laughs> he air inside. Puffs himself up. Yeah. Beamon tries the same thing, but she's just a tiny little bird. Mm-hmm. No, but Tentamon uh, is a. Like, Tentamon's just a bug. Yeah, he's a, he's a beetle. <laughs> An electric bug. I like Tentomon, but Tentamon. he's he's weird. I yeah, Tentamon's the one that makes I think the least amount of intuitive. I don't sense. think we described what. The Digimon all look like. Oh yeah, now that they've actually we're all Digimon. just so used to them. Yeah, like it's. <laughs> so Agumon is he's a orange dinosaur man. He's yeah, about half. Much. He's about half the size of the kids. Yeah. Uh, which is not um, accurate to what he looked like in the first movie. 
In no, he was, he was a lot bigger. He was about twice that size because he was twice the size of Ty, and Ty was like six. I'd say he was even bigger. Like he like is like as tall as a like, a vending machine. Yeah, as a vending machine at least. Which he's huge. They never in that fucking movie. explain that ever. No, I th- yeah, I think they just changed think, the design a, because he was too. I think big. there's a throwaway line where they talk about it being a different Agumon. It, it's yeah, definitely it a different Agumon. It's like the bigger because... Luke conspiracy in Star Wars. It's just bigger Agumon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's weird because yeah, they couldn't they couldn't get the actor who played uh, the original Agumon for all the shots. <laughs> so they had to switch him out. They had to get a different Agumon. If you notice where I've drawn these MS Paint red lines in the in the screen caps, you'll you'll notice it's a bigger Agumon. Yeah, it, yeah, it was but, just you need, a but you need but you need a Gabumon in the shot to actually have a like a <laughs> comparison point. A reference. If you the height of his yes. snout to the tip of Gabumon's horn, you get it. Like it, it's totally. Why can't you see it? Why are you walking Speaking away? Speaking of Gabumon, <laughs> the fuck. If is anyone doesn't know what be? we're talking about, um, just <laughs> look up Bigger Luke. Just it should be Luke. pretty easy to find. That's all yeah. you need. Just uh, we're not gonna say anymore. Just look up Bigger it's... Luke. <laughs> People in. <laughs> Everything to do with Star Wars have entirely too much time. <laughs> but it's amazing. He says as he does a podcast about Digimon. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, let's get to yeah, those are the real of nerds. Gabumon, what is he? Fuck no. He's like a... a he's... Well, he's, he's also a dinosaur, but they had to give him something to make him clearly look different from Agumon. So apparently he killed and skinned some sort of mammal and wa- is wearing its fur. Yeah, and... They couldn't really decide if that's just his fur or if he can take it off. Because in one oh, episode, he can definitely take yeah, it off. He definitely takes it off in an off. episode. But then it like gets wet and he doesn't take it off. It's, it's so weird. He's like wearing like a wolf coat, which I mean, it's... he does turn into a wolf. But, but the weirder thing is like. He's... So wait, wait. Does that make Gabumon a furry? Oh God. Well, he does turn into a wolf and then a wolf man. Right, but isn't yeah, but. If furries could digivolve, don't you think they'd just turn into the animal they dress as? Well, that's the natural evolution. They turn into that animal, and then they turn into that animal-human hybrid. He's just getting better fursuits. Right, right. <laughs> and then, for some reason, he decides he wants to be Iron Man. Well, I mean, Who wouldn't, yeah, really? Like, yeah. But the weird yeah. thing, though, is like... So, as Sunomon, he's furry with a horn, sure. And then when he digivolves later... His horn's... It's a different, different color. Yeah, it's different as well. That's the weird thing. But also, like, when he digivolves into, like, Garumon and such later on, it's like, oh, okay, he's a wolf. Why is Gabumon, like, a dinosaur wearing a wolf, though? He's like a dinosaur yeah. unicorn wearing wolf skin. And it's... he's blue, because Agumon's orange. you got to have a blue guy to and balance it's... him out. Yeah, yeah, red oni, blue oni. But you all... he also has the weirdest voice that I can't ever described yeah i really like his voice it's, but it's hmm. hi matt i'm gabumon yeah it's really breathy yeah yeah just imagine so talking other... like this for the rest of your life we already it described Tentomon. he's a red electric beetle yeah kind of like imagine uh a toddler sized bipedal lady beetle ladybug yeah or lady beetle yeah with a little more with some spikes on him yeah yeah hmm because his, his spots have like they jut out like the nerdiest voice you oh, can imagine. <laughs> yes, he's uh, he's got the most he's, nasal. Yeah. He's the nerd. He's the nerd's nerd voice. Po- Digimon, so of course he has to sound like a nerd. I'm yeah, is he? He's got the voice of 
just the stereotypical constantly has a cold, thick-rimmed glasses uh, uh, nerd. Imagine a calm Professor Frink from The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, he, yeah, because he's the nerd guy, he's got the weird voice, and it's so weird, because he turns into just bigger and bigger Beatles. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his, his like, ultimate form is literally just a Hercules beetle. Mm -hmm. Which is weird, because his mega form is named Hercules Cavitarimon, but it does not look like a Hercules beetle. Yeah, the the English uh, translations of some of these names really drop the ball. No, but well, that's his Japanese name, is Hercules Kabuterimon. They got well, Kabuterimon's names right. It's... Hmm. I mean, no, wait, no. Kabuterimon himself is more of a rhinoceros beetle. The Mega Kabuterimon. Mega Kabuterimon, yeah. Mega Kabuterimon yeah, yeah. is a rhinoceros beetle. Then you've got Hercules Kabuterimon, so he's a Hercules rhinoceros beetle. He's just... He's not even really that. He's just sort of like a monstrous nightmare. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like he's I'm, terrifying. He's a Cthulian bug at that that's, point. Yeah. Well, he's, that's that's par for the course for Digimon, right? Like, just add more, more, every, more, more. everything. Just add more to it. I, I mean, yeah. We <laughs> there is literally the Digimon who's like a dark bluish gray Algamon who's dressed like a marine. Hmm. With an M16. Yeah, and that's that. a that's a distinctly different. That's a distinctly unique Digimon. Yeah. <laughs> it's Agumon with a gun. <laughs> I do like the Digimon whose things are they just have a gun. Yeah, it's kind of great. Like Pyildramon's thing is he just has guns on his belt. Yeah, he's got hip. And... He fires. He can only fire from the hip. Yeah. And then there was, was it Mummymon was one of the bad guys in Adventure 2 who was oh, just a right. mummy oh, with yeah. a machine gun? Yeah. That is, yeah. What's going I on with like, that? Yeah. Mummy with a machine gun is uh Is that from the band track? <laughs> I just now I'm imagining like the evolutionary like chart for you know, primates and it's like a monkey a monkey and then just a bigger monkey with a gun. <laughs> what what's next? Do we just turn into a tank? I God willing, and, like and we, then we just turn so, into a missile. <laughs> So with Digimon, you've got kind of an excuse. Like, people always talk about how Pokemon, when they evolve, like, any of the little accoutrements they've got are just part of them because they're, you know, just a creature. But Digimon have the excuse of being digital. So, yeah, if uh, they suddenly have clothes or weapons or whatever, yeah, that kind of just kind of appear. Yeah. Like, those those guns aren't, like, physically a part of him, right? Uh, they kind of just appear from nowhere. And in Pyildramon's case, they are. That's horrifying. You're shooting chunks of yourself, then. <laughs> well, they already... Like, Ikakumon does that. Ah, oh, crap. Uh, Metal Greymon does, too. Yeah. He's got those boob missiles. Boob missiles. Yeah. All of his missiles have eyes on them. He's shooting Yeah, they're like children. people. <laughs> it's, it's weird. So then we move on. We've got Biomon, who is a bird. Yeah, just a pink bird, really. She's just a yeah. bird. Yeah, she looks like the most like a Pokemon out of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, just a just a just a shiny spiral, really. Yeah. Just again, though, we were it's, talking. It's, it's weird though that she evolves from a flower, though, into a yeah. bird. Yeah. So she goes sense. flower, then bird, bird man, bigger bird. Like yeah, we've we've just talked about you know dinosaurs evolving into wolfmen and evolving to get guns, but this I think is still the thing that weirds me out the most: of just flower to bird. Why? Maybe they didn't when they designed 
Well, that's just evolution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone yeah. knows that birds evolved from flowers. Yeah. Yeah. And the flowers evolved from yeah. dinosaurs. We got Gomamon, who is... What is he? Like he's a like a fish seal? Yeah, like... He's... Yeah? He's very clearly, like, some sort of water animal. He is pretty much just, like, a seal. Like, with yeah, a seal with a head that has... He has hair. He looks like a cool. boy that he has a, was He turned, has a mohawk. He looks like a yeah. boy that was turned into a seal in your, like, Nickelodeon cartoon that didn't... Episode of Round the Twist. Yeah, yeah pretty much, like... Because he's got, like, a hairstyle that is mm. a mane, but for the most part, it just looks like he's got red hair. And he's mm. the most, like, like kind of, I guess, human of the bunch as well. Until he's the most here. relaxed of the bunch. Yeah, he's great. He, he has the personality and voice of a really bad stand-up comedian. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Which is weird, because Joe is always so uptight. No, that's great. Yeah, every good, but... every good or bad comedian needs their straight man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we got Padamon, who is I don't know what to describe him as. He's sort of like a like he's he's kind of like a long Kirby, <laughs> but with Dumbo ears. Long Kirby is like a terrible like that conjures up something in my head. I don't want to think about. <laughs> I don't know what else to describe him as. He's just this. Cylindrical tube that can expand. He's, yeah, he's like a he's like a fleshy potato <laughs> with tiny little stub legs and wing ears. He's kind yeah, of like if you took a corgi and then smoothed it all around mm. so you erased the snout <laughs> and tail, and then you added bat. You extended the ears to become like bat. It's like wings. if you turned a corgi and a bean and then added Actually, ears. You know, it, it's like it's like if um. Take a corgi's hitbox from a game and make it elliptical. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yep. And then it can fly. Even with the same colors. Like, yeah, watch this thing. I was like, that. I have a corgi and it's weird seeing that. Like, it's the exact same dimensions and color. Like, I don't know what he is supposed to be. And it's even more confused by the fact that he turns into an angel. Like, what the fuck does that say? <laughs> Is he just like a baby angel? Is that what they look like? I, God, <laughs> sure, why not? So weird. Wait, imagine that uh, and... visiting the three wise men. Like... <laughs> hey guys, so I really want to see a picture from the heaven, and it's. I really want to see a picture of your corgi dressed up as Padamon now. <laughs> hey, can you just like make some paper mache giant Padamon ears and just like stick them on? Oh, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> and finally we've got Palmon who is like a vine flower lady Palmon makes the most sense yeah she's just like a flower whose fingers are her arms are like leaves yeah like, and then her fingers are vines yeah she basically like has palm leaves as arms and then vines as fingers and like uh, like an actual like a flower leaf. for yeah, her yeah. The, but even like she makes the most sense out of Digivolutions in terms of consistency as well, compared to the rest of them. <laughs> well, I mean, she's a well, flower that turns into a cactus. That yeah, turns into a sexed-up pixie lady. Yeah, I actually do really like the uh, animation for Lilymon's evolution. Yeah, because she because... blooms out of a Oh, yeah, no, the she actual sequence is great. She comes out of the flower on the cactus. Like, yeah, they Tokemon take that through weirdly, blooms. like... 
And then she, like, what happens to Togemon? Well, and, uh, Togemon this... is just a shell that's shed away at that point, I assume. Is there just a whole heap of dead Togemons lying around the digital world from every time Lilymon shows up? That's how you make Togemon boots. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that went dark. No, they, uh, they just get, um... They just get packaged up and shipped off to Square Enix to put into Final <laughs> Fantasy games. Cole, <laughs> is that where Cole, what the fuck is inside from? a Cactuar then? Like... <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. That's, that's so horrifying. It's a Togemon with no Lilymon. So it's Lilymon is like the the conscience of a Cactuar. So like, and without just empty a, Togemon they get crazy. Suits that just. Oh God! That. Oh God! <laughs> I can't play. I can't play Final Fantasy fourteen anymore. Have you seen what? Uh, if you think Lilymon's a sexed up flower girl, have you seen what her mega form looks like? Uh, Rosemon. She is like a sexy thorn lady. I know. I think I've got a card of her somewhere. She yep. has like okay, yep. a, a whip made of thorns. That's literally like a Soul Calibur character. And she has like thorn <laughs> high heels. It's that's, that's, so weird. That is either a Soul Calibur character or a Bayonetta character. Like, yeah, Bayonetta seems more likely. It's yeah, it's so weird though because like Lilymon suits Mimi because she's supposed to be cute. Yeah, like she's just a fairy. That's Mimi's thing. Yeah, she's a fairy. But Rosemon is just sexy flower yeah. lady. Yeah, like. <laughs> Some of the Megas are... Well, you never get to see them because they never show you the everyone's Mega except for two No, of but them. They, were, they were happy to print them all in the card them. game, which I had a bunch of and got me all excited. They are going to be in Try, at the very least. I'm really happy the about that. The new Try comes out in six weeks. And at the very least, it's going to have Rosemon and Vikemon, who is Gomamon's Megaphone. Okay, yeah, that, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah, hmm. Would be cool? I would laugh so much if the climax to try was just <laughs> Seraphimon turning up because Deus Ex TK oh, yeah. again for the third time. I would love that. Which is funny because like, TK is like in try at the moment as like near teen. He's kind of he is most, a hipster. Yeah, he's like I don't know. I don't want to say detached, but he's the most aloof out of them so far. Uh, I don't know. Joe doesn't spend a lot of time with the team in that no, show. No, but I mean, like, that's just Joe. Like, you expect that. But TK is very mm. much like, oh, he's now just, not moody, but very much a different person. I actually, someone linked me to a, um, sort of like a Team Four Star style abridged of the first Try movie. Oh, okay. It was actually pretty entertaining. Uh, TK's whole thing in there was that he referred to everyone by their Japanese names and it really weirded them out. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just hanging out with um, Izzy and he goes, yo, Koshiro. And Izzy's just hey, like, Yamato, like, what the hell are you going on about? <laughs> oh God, so he's an otaku. Oh fuck. Yeah, he is. God damn it. And oh, I forget what he said to Izzy, but it was like, Izzy said something, he said something mean to Izzy, and then Izzy said, um, is this why your parents broke up? (laughs) And then he started crying, he's like, you know, sometimes people say things that they don't realise how much they hurt. Fuck! And then Izzy just goes, well, at least you have your birth parents. Oh, God, that's right. Izzy is adopted. Wow. That is a harsh blow. Fuck. Yeah. 
It, it was good though. <laughs> anyway, back to Pretty actual good. Digimon. Like, yeah, back to this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're still falling to their deaths. They have yeah, been we, for the we last got twenty minutes. Past um, Palmon tries to grab onto the cliff with her vines to save Mimi, uh, but she sucks at gauging how steady cliffs are because the whole thing just collapses. On her. I, yeah, kind of like that. See, I took this. I took this as the digital world just really wants them dead. Yeah, a mm. little bit. So they're fo- just about to hit the river, and Gomamon yells out, "Fish bed." Uh, this is Gomamon's sort of his signature attack. He from now on, he calls it marching fishes, and this just giant pool of multicolored fish appear out of the water, and everyone lands on them. It's it's basically I'm, all all yeah. Gomamon does yeah. is like summons fish if they're near water and cracks jokes. That's yeah. pretty much all he's good for. And if they're not near water, he really can't do anything because the fish come out of water every single time. <laughs> God, At least go- he's not as useless as in Adventure 2. There's Submarimon, who literally cannot exist outside of water. Yeah, that's like the thing of... Yeah, because it's like... <laughs> the most useless thing that they have to make the most contrived plot sequences for. It's, like, have it's a like an aquatic transformer of, like, what do yeah. you do? <laughs> you transform into a boat, so, and then you're in the fucking desert. <laughs> so everyone's floating on their fish raft, um, which... Surely falling into the water would be safer than falling onto a bunch of fish. Yeah. Well, what ki- and fish what kills me is smooth. Well, and I don't know that fish could really clump up enough that it could su- that a bunch of but them could just support. Fish. Yeah, bodies like they just fall right which, through them. What the fuck? Why are there fish in the digital world? Are they Digimon or are they just fish? No, they have to be Digimon. They fish clearly what? say later in this episode that there's nothing here but Digimon. Mm. They're the fish from your screensavers. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, makes sense. All right, I'll buy that. <laughs> Kawagamon falls into the river behind them, even though he can fly. I just want to imagine. Like, actually, that was a bad actually, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think he can fly right now. Actually, at the end of the last episode, like when they all gang up and attack on him, and he falls into the. Uh, into the forest. When he gets back up, he's like on his feet, which is like the first time we actually see that in that episode. And he doesn't like hover or anything. He walks towards them. Oh, so, so I think, think they might have. They broke his wings or something. Yeah. That makes sense. That's still a bad plan. That was kind of, of a bad like, plan. Yeah, yeah. St- I'm going to stick my jaw into the ground and throw you guys off a cliff. Ah, oh, shit. I'm also on this cliff. And I'm a bug. I'm going to fall into I don't think Kawagamon is really a big thinker. Yeah, he doesn't seem very smart. That's something that I always wondered about. These first few episodes, they're fighting against just Digimon. They aren't under Devimon's influence. They're just really aggressive. I think, yeah, I think they're just like the they don't more talk. animalistic jerks. Because there's, there's some Digimon that definitely seem less intelligent. Like Monochromon never talk and kind of just act like yeah, but they're, they're beasts of burden. <laughs> they, they draw carriages. That's what, all they do. Wait. Wait, do you think they used to be smart, but they were, like, enslaved for so long that, like, oh, God. intelligence has been bred out of them? Oh, God. Can we not get into Digimon class <laughs> warfare and... <laughs> so that, eugenics? Like... That Digimon class is sort of one of the main plot oh, points in true. Frontier. Yeah, that's true. About how there's, like, racism between the human Digimon and the animal Digimon. Fuck. That's a thing, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I, I vaguely remember that, yeah. So, well, Quagamon falls into the river and causes a huge fucking wave and washes everyone downstream. And they somehow manage to cling on to these fish. Yeah. The fish just, they're like sticky? Maybe? That's that's not how fish normally work. These are digifish. <laughs> that's gonna be excuses for anything. It's digital. Fuck it. I'm going digital. I mean, that's the, that's how the, uh, that's how the writers of the show handle it, so I guess I can't yeah, really complain. Much. Matt's like, oh, I knew we'd be okay. Dude, you fell off a fucking cliff. <laughs> yeah. Not for a moment did you think you were going to be okay. Matt is the guy who goes, I meant to do Remember, that. He's too cool. <laughs> Joe's, uh, oh, that was a fish market. And we get Gomamon's puns. Lucky for us, those fish were having a school reunion. I wanted to die when I heard that. <laughs> Get I like used puns. to it. This is Gomamon's existence. I know it's everyone's existence in this show because it's a kids show. Kids like, show. The kids like puns. It's a dub. Like they have to fit in how many many fucking puns? It's a goddamn quota. And it's it's even worse because the dub for this show, it just sort of adds in so much dialogue that's not there. Yeah, like because if you notice, every time they're running away, they're constantly talking and making jokes. In the Japanese, it's just like any other anime where they just sort of go, oh, and then run. Yeah. God damn it. The the people who made the, like, American dub of this show had some sort of insecurity about, I don't want to say dead air, because obviously there's stuff going on, but Hmm. elements of the show where there's no dialogue. And it's kind of like the opposite problem of Samurai Jack. Where that show was not afraid to just get rid of words altogether and just take its time and let you take in what was going on. And this show was afraid that if you have even a moment to stop and think about what's going on, you'll realize how god-awful stupid it is. Yeah, um, apparently kids only have a 10-second attention span. I mean, not inaccurate, I could. Yeah, I, I can't argue that. But the problem is, like, like you said, there's no such thing as dead air with something like this because it's always constantly like they moving and constantly colorful. talking but the fact they'll that, they'd rather they'd rather have dialogue that says nothing and sounds stupid than it gets just... really bad though when they're in the middle of making their jokes and something important happens and it happens a lot where they're saying a joke and then ty suddenly cuts in and goes i don't mean to interrupt but we're in trouble it happens a lot that's true fuck and that's What's crazy about that is, like, that's not a, like, problem. It's not like if you're actually out and making jokes and somebody has to interrupt you. It's like, you wrote this dialogue. You didn't have to make this situation happen. (laughs) (laughs) You made this, You could have written a shorter joke, but you couldn't think of one. (laughs) Pretty much. God. Gomamon says that the fish were friends of his and he asked them for a lift. Which, it's his signature attack. So is his signature attack just... Asking his friends for help. Well, I don't think he really asked. He shouted out an order and they appeared. Like I said, he's maybe he's like Aquaman, but when did he have time to make friends with these fish? Well, the, you know, hundreds or thousands of years that he was just hanging around in that one spot waiting for Joe. Because <laughs> they hatched from the eggs and then they just sort of hung out with each other for however, like, fucking eternity at that one spot. 
Yeah, also, like, they never, like he's never become Gobamon before, so it's not like he could swim as Bukamon. So, no, it's he like, just how did he meet the fucking fish? <laughs> yeah, well, of course, because he's obviously the water Digimon, he's friends with all the fish. He's Aquaman. Yeah, just automatically Aquaman. imagine that. Like, you're born into a certain, like, system. Like, well, you're now automatically friends, because he's a water type. Fuck it. Yeah. You do his bidding. Like, that's the way this world works. So then, because obviously, again, kids have no attention span, we have to have another flashback to the Digimon Digivolving. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And they explain that they can't do it by themselves, they need the kids' help to Digivolve. I forgot about this part, specifically the whole, yeah, we take energy from you to Digivolve. Mm, it, it's why they regress all the time, because yeah. if a Digimon Digivolves naturally... It's because they gained enough data just sort of passively or through fighting, which comes up in Tamers, mm-hmm. that it just sort of like pushes them into the next stage. Whereas the kids sort of give energy to the Digimon and they temporarily Digivolve. So the kids like drugs? Yeah. <laughs> the kids are steroids for how, Digimon. How are we supposed to this... keep drugs out of kids' hands if they are the drugs? Mm, don't give them digivices. Just say no to kids. <laughs> say no to digivices. <laughs> Palmon says thanks for the magical powers. I love Palmon. Yeah, Pal- she's Pal- she's Pal- pretty Pal- funny, Pal- especially in yeah, this Pal- episode. Yeah, Palmon's got a great she, outlook on everything. She has a few great lines in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt says, you know, what's our next move? He wants to explore around where they are, but Joe wants to stay put because he wants to be found. Yeah, Joe, Joe continues Joe's to be the only one the to optimist. act. Like, Joe's still the only one to act rationally in all this. Mm. Um, Izzy says, well, we don't even know which way is north. To which Tentamon says, I do. It's the opposite of south. I fucking love Tentamon. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> I've and uh, the the best thing about Tenemon's stupid jokes is that he opens with something that sounds like it's going to be helpful and pauses just long enough for you to think he actually is going to help you. Yeah. And then it's just a terrible joke. Is he even aware that he's making a joke? I think or is he, he is. Just... I think Gomo, like with Gomomon, you could. He's just so deadpan that you don't realize. Yeah, with Gomomon, it's like, oh, Gomomon just thinks all his jokes are great. They're not. But Tentamon is like. Tentamon is a guy who who makes dad jokes because he knows how much everyone fucking hates them. <laughs> but he doesn't even laugh at his own jokes. Yeah. Right, that's why, that's that's the point. Like, he's getting off on how upset it, they make everyone else. I don't want to hear the words <laughs> getting off near Digimon Saint ever again. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> yep. No, no, no. Keep talking, keep so talking. Maybe... <laughs> Mimi asks, you know, are there more monsters around? Palmon says, yes, indeedy. <laughs> oh, Palmon. And then Ty asks an actual smart question, which is amazing for Ty. Yeah. It's possibly one of the only times in the series this happens. Yeah, lucid Ty uh, rarely appears. Are there any humans in the digital world? And Agumon says, nope, they're the first ever, which is entirely untrue. I mean, yeah, but as far as they know. Jedi mm. tells them later on that, mm. no, that's not true. There have been humans before. Also, this yeah, shot... Yeah, actually, that's a that's an interesting thing to consider. Like, these these guys basically just, like, hit puberty. Like, all these Digimon. Like, they don't know shit about the world. They're mm. making all this up. 
But also in this shot where it's Agumon and Tai talking, you can see Tai's hand at the bottom of the shot. He's not wearing his glove. Oh, God. Uh, you can just see his hand. Animation errors, ahoy. I, I've always, like, considered the, like, the Digimon characters' gloves to be, like, Sonic shoes of, I don't want to know what's underneath there. <laughs> well, I remember there was one shot um, during the 8th Child arc that really weirded me out. I couldn't figure, it was a shot of Izzy, and I couldn't figure out why he looked so weird. It's because he didn't have his backpack on, and he wasn't wearing gloves. <laughs> I was like, did he get a new shirt? <laughs> or, like, what? what's going on? Imagine he living your life gloves. like that, just having huge comical gloves all the time, and then taking them mm. off to reveal regular-sized hands. <laughs> These never actually touched my hands. I don't know how they stayed on. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. Also, what's the, what is the black stuff on... Ty's arm that extends to what I can only imagine is his hand underneath the glove. The darkness of his soul? Maybe Ty's actually just like made of tar stuffed into a human shell. Oh god! It's kind of leaking out around the <laughs> gloves. Oh Jesus! Next you're gonna tell me the goggles are his eyes. <laughs> Which makes him giving them to Davis creepier than ever. Yeah. I do like in that um, abridged episode I watched, there was a big moment, because in a try, Izzy takes Ty's goggles and he sort of makes them into this, um, he can see the digital distortions and stuff oh, with yeah, them. Oh, that's right. And he made the goggles, and everyone just goes, you made the goggles do something? <laughs> Everyone's just standing there like wide-eyed, and like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, in the in the course of the show, has anyone ever actually even worn them as goggles? Ty wears them at least once when they're in the desert. Yeah. Which would make sense. That's actually yeah. a practical use. And he might wear them equipment. underwater at some point. Can't remember. But he does wear them at least once. Davis, I'm not sure if he ever wears them. Don't think he does, but I I'm, know. That I'm not sure Davis Chicago is does. completely aware that he has them on. Yeah, he probably doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> know what they are. It's like, yeah, cool. What are these? I don't know. They look nice. I know Chicago does. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Yeah, it, uh, that was just sort of a thing for the first four seasons. Was that the main protagonist had goggles? That was the design decision they had, and then they changed that in Savers when they didn't give him goggles, which makes me sad. Because I like the goggles. Yeah, like as much as we can rag on the goggles, they're they're the Digimon goggles. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are kind of iconic, and it's it's nice to have those little touches that carry through from show to show, especially when yeah. the shows aren't really linked. And it was like, a, even though I really don't like Davis, it was kind of a cool scene to see Ty give him his goggles. Yeah. Um. So yeah, back to the show. Some um, someone asks what happens when it gets dark, and. Matt goes, what, does it even get dark here? Which is also kind of a good it's question. It's a fair question. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Because we never, in the shots we see, we never really see a sun. There's no mm. clear indication of a light source. Well, Izzy is instantly dismissive. Says that phenomenon would be unnatural. <laughs> yeah, says the um, man who recently had his pet bug monster fight off a bigger bug monster. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Last week, Izzy. Last week, Izzy seemed to really be on board right away with the whole concept of being in a digital world. And oh, I don't his, know. Today, Izzy's I'm not really. Is great. I don't know. I'm not sure he's really feeling it yet. Inconsistency in you know Haim Saban production of ad- adapting a <laughs> foreign product. I don't know. That seems pretty fishy. Well, maybe. everyone, everyone slips up once. It's fishy, eh? It's just funny that they slip. They slip up immediately with Izzy's like. Hold Demeter <laughs> in the second fucking episode. Yeah. Ty just wanders off with Agumoni because he wants to go see if he can find the ocean. Because he wants to find a boat. I don't know how that will help. <laughs> well, he's, he he's really preoccupied with this whole ocean thing. Like, he saw the ocean and now that's all I think he, he just wants, wants to go for a to swim. Get to <laughs> Joe says he wants to hide in a cave. Um, but while he's talking about why they should hide in the cave, everyone just, like, walks away and leaves him. Such and Gomamon just says, Joe, come on, everyone's leaving. <laughs> the, oh, that's such a dick move. It is. The more I watch this, the more I realize Izzy's my new favorite character. Matt fucking sucks, and I was the most like Joe as a kid. I really like <laughs> Joe. Because he's great. so rational. He's, he's great. Joe and Izzy are probably the best characters. Yeah, definitely. And they were probably the ones I liked the least as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I love this shot where they're all walking alongside this river to try and get down to the the ocean. They could have just had Gomamon's fish take them down. That would have been easier than walking. Yeah, yeah Gomamon, I'm guessing Gomamon tried to suggest that because he's actually swimming. Yeah, I think Gomamon just takes every opportunity to swim. Because every time you see a shot of him in the water, he just looks like he's having the most fun. Well, he doesn't get a whole lot of opportunities to do it throughout yeah, the show, I mean, so that's... He did spend the last however fucking long they spent waiting in that forest without swimming. So, who knows? So at this point, at this point we learn, well, we've learned already that Joe thinks he's allergic to, uh, to fish, and apparently he also has hay fever. Mm. And Matt asks him if there's anything he doesn't complain about <laughs> Which is funny because around the same time Matt asks that, I was I was asking Joe, Joe, is there anything you're not allergic to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Izzy is talking to Tentomon and asks who came up with the term digital monster because their composition isn't all machine-like. And, I mean, it's a good question. Did they name themselves? What? Hmm. Hmm. How do they, and how do they how are they aware that they're digital? Like if their universe sprung into existence when the first digital computer came online, like they're inside that universe. How would they have any conception of where they came from? Uh, at least some people in the digital world have been aware of the real world for a long like Jedi and his group who are not human. I will point that out. Um, they're at least aware of the real world. But these guys have not talked to anyone except maybe Jedi like once. Huh. I don't. I can't recall if they ever talked to Jedi or if he just left them there. I guess if they're sort of like in the Matrix, it's possible that information is just downloaded to their brains when they digivolve. Yeah, it's possible. Who knows? Fuck it, it's digital. Yeah, he, he had a good point though. But yeah, Tensomon <laughs> responds by saying, "We're not machine-like uh, by just making sparks fly out of his wings." pretty good response like yeah and here we get it this never comes up again but tk asks padamon if he can really fly 
And Palamon's like, yeah, check this out. And tries to fly, but he just goes backwards. Well, he's, he's going forward, but he's just going so much slower than, like, TK and Sora, who are walking at a moderate pace. But he can fly perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't get this scene either. He, he does, like, acrobatics and shit while flying later on. Well, and the weird thing is then Biomon tries to do the same thing and has the same problem, and she's a bird. <laughs> There's something <laughs> wrong there. <laughs> I think it might just be because it comes up in a bit, but they're all really hungry. Yeah. That's true. Mm, maybe that's why. <laughs> Mimi asks Palmon who does her hair. I mean, it's a flower. God damn it, Mimi. And Palmon's like, I just wake up every day like this. Which, no, no, you don't. You, this is the first time you've ever been like this. <laughs> yes. You've never been a Palmon before. Uh, but then Palmon's got one of my favorite lines, which, uh, do you think you put too much emphasis on appearance? Just Fuck. straight up. And Mimi goes, hmm, you know, I never thought about it. <laughs> I like that Mimi's You don't think like, about much, do you, Mimi? Well, I like that Mimi's at least receptive to the idea of, like, huh. Huh. Mm, I just... That question, though, it just, it's so great how it just comes out so fast. There's talking about Palmon's hair, and he goes, Do you think you put too much emphasis on appearance? Jesus Christ, like... <laughs> Very judgmental there, Palmon. Yeah, like, out of fucking nowhere, you just met. You're literally destined to be partners together. Mm. <laughs> Well, but, Palamon has a very specific idea for what a, a partner of hers should be like, and she might as well get started shaping that now. Oh God. It's weird, though, because no point later wasting on, time. Palamon and Mimi are very similar in that they're both kind of airheaded. A little bit. Because there's that episode later on where Mimi's at the Geckomon castle, oh, right. and they're both wearing, like, princess dresses, and it's... episode's weird. Gabumon smells the ocean. Uh, apparently Gabumon has a really good sense of smell because he does this sort of thing a fair bit. Because he's, like, he's a fucking canine dinosaur thing. like Yeah, unicorn. <laughs> What's going on with the horn? I still just uh, am like internally screaming in my head, what the fuck are you at Gabumon? I know! Like, he's like a dinosaur wolf man unicorn thing that breathes blue fire ice stuff. Does he breathe yeah, fire, the... or is it just, like, a cold well, beam? It's... I assume it's cold, it because Metal be Guru Mon... Yeah, because Metal well, Guru Mon... it has Mon's to be cold, because he's the opposite ice. of Agumon, who's fire. Yeah. yeah. But then it also burns? Hmm. Well, I mean, it looks it like frostbite? fire, which would make it really hot, because blue flame is hotter than Red. regular orange flames. Which would make Agumon better than Agumon. It's true. Well, that's <laughs> just true, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But Agumon turns into War Greymon, who is, like, amazing. Yeah, but also where? Yeah, but Agumon, t- Agumon only gets better than Gabumon when he warp digivolves. It's the only time yeah. he's cooler. Greymon is just ugly. Greymon's a chubby <laughs> T-Rex. Oh, yeah, T-Rex with a... Yeah. Greymon's... That was... Yeah. In that abridged show that when Greymon turned up, that was his first line was, I'm a motherfucking T-Rex. Greymon's kind of like, it's what a kid would want uh, Cubone to turn into from Pokemon. Mm, he's just a giant T-Rex with a huge head that well, breathes fire. We'll get to it just kills me how schlubby he looks. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Greymon when he turns. <laughs> yeah. um, 
So then they're getting towards the beach and they hear a phone ringing, which, woo, phones. Finally. They can call their parents. The beach people. has like, there's a whole heap of phone booths lined up along the beach. I really enjoy early on how surreal the Digi, the Digi World is. Like, hmm. Yeah, this is something that they did a lot early on that they kind of abandoned there's and like I really missed. There's like TVs and vending machines and phone booths yeah, just, sort of just like random real world relics in places they shouldn't be not working the way they're supposed to well, i suppose in the 90s a, a phone booth wasn't really a relic oh no not necessarily no not. none of the... <laughs> they're they're out of place though yeah, yeah. the tie opens the door to the phone booth and the phone stops ringing convenient yep uh izzy thinks aliens set the phone booths up as a trap. Okay. Because apparently, apparently he's aliens. A, yeah, because apparently in addition to being a, like, nerdy computer genius, he's also a conspiracy theorist. Well, I mean, later on he does get kidnapped by an alien Digimon. That's a fair point. <laughs> so, I mean, he kind of does have a point here. And it was, like, a trap that the aliens set for him. Oh, that's right. Uh, Matt wants to order pizza, although... If you called up, like, Domino's and said, can you deliver pizzas straight to the payphone beach on the DigiWorld? I, I think would they love might just to hang see up. the GPS tracker for that delivery person. <laughs> <laughs> I well, you can only that. You can only get to the DigiWorld if you have a Digivice. So. Uh, what, can you get a Digivice? Yeah, and really only through, and really only through, like, a one computer lab in some Japanese high school. Yeah, <laughs> which is... Why that one? And it's only one specific computer in that computer lab. Oh yeah, that's right. Can the Digivice send an emoji of the pizza to Domino's to get delivered like it can now? Is there like a pizza button on the Digivice? Is that what the little button does? I mean, I've basically got a pizza button on my phone. Hmm. Uh, Joe says he wants to call his parents so they can come pick him up. Wait, I do, I, I like Again, the, being the most reasonable person. Yeah, I, know, I like the, the way he phrases. He goes, "We can call the, we can call the police. Uh, we can call the police or the fire department or my mom." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the higher that's the hierarchy of authority in Joe's world. I love though that he says, "Oh, we can call my parents to come pick me up," and it immediately cuts to like three of the Digimon just going, "Huh? What?" Yeah, like, oh yeah, they, says, they specifically ask, "What's, what's a parents?" parents? <laughs> Joe immediately is like, "That's it." I'm getting out of here. Like, why is that the weird tipping point for Joe after being attacked by a bug Joe's boss? under a lot of stress. <laughs> he hasn't had a good day. It's... It comes up later, but he's carrying the stupid emergency supplies when it's Mimi's turn. Sure. Joe wasn't even supposed to be here today. Yeah, <laughs> this was his day off from Summer Cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ty asks everyone if they've got any spare change because he wants to make a call. Uh, Izzy gives him his phone card and says the aliens can bill me. Is that a thing in Japan? Like yeah. a prepaid card? Yeah. Uh, oh, that was a, that was a thing with... other places too. Yeah, like I never I, I, never I really had one like one. once. I went on a school trip and my parents gave me one so I could call home. Yeah. They had hmm. them in Australia as well. You could actually get a phone they? card they could uh, put into payphones here. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, the aliens can bill me. He's still sticking with this aliens thing. It's a, it, it's a concept he's attached to. He's a nerd. I, does... I can imagine Izzy has done research into aliens by this point oh, yeah. quite a lot. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he does he have has the a right computer idea. in the early days of the internet. What else are you going to look up? Exactly. Yeah. 
And he does have the right idea with the payphones and that he wants to use them to connect to the internet. Yeah, like, as a kid I didn't quite get that because, you know, I didn't understand anything, but now it's like, oh, that fucking makes sense. Yeah. Shit. Get that dial-up going. <laughs> so Ty dials his mum, and the phone picks up and says, At the tone, the time will be exactly 45 miles per hour and 90 seconds. Yeah, this whole, this whole bit with the... These phone calls are amazing. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Best part of the episode. <laughs> they all get these most bizarre answers on the phone. Mimi says... Well, and I like I like Ty's response. He's like, either something's wrong or mom's flipped. <laughs> like, he assumes that's his mother talking. But he already knows, though, that this comes up in about 20 episodes. His mom's not home. The only person at home right now is Kari. Right, but he's, he's, not, he's surprised by that, though. He didn't know they were going to be gone. Oh, that's right. Uh... No, he uh, no, he's confused when he gets home because nobody's right. around. It's just Kari home, and he's like, "Where's everyone?" And Kari says they went to their grandparents. Jeez. That's right. Uh, Mimi's one says tomorrow's forecast calls for clear skies with occasional ice cream. Hmm. I want to go to that I like... universe. <laughs> I really like. You mean the, the cloudy one... with a chance of meatballs universe? Yeah, yeah sure. That's what I was thinking. I really like the one that Matt and TK get, where it says, This number only exists in your imagination. Please hang up That's and don't call back. That's a fucking David Lynch line. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that, uh, that would be a great voicemail message, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Izzy still reckons it's aliens. He's really digging this alien thing. It never comes up again. He, yeah, it's so stupid. He never mentions aliens again, even when he is literally abducted by an alien. Uh, Joe keeps trying all of the booths because he desperately wants them to work. It's, it's nothing's happening, Joe. Help's not coming. Like... <laughs> you, you're stuck here. I'm sorry. I'd say I'd say it's ridiculous to keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. But considering where they are and what they've experienced, that's yeah. maybe not the case. Mm. The digital world kind of just disobeys the laws of everything. It's, yeah. Ty wants to go out and look for a boat. What is this dude's deal with the boat? I don't know. Like, it's like Kenny from Walking Dead. I was about to say the boat, exact boat, same boat, fucking boat, thing. Boat. <laughs> like, the thing like... is, they come back to this beach in like 30 episodes and find a boat. <laughs> and Ty's just fucking psyched. Like, yeah. Told you so. I told you guys. Yeah. Matt wants to stick around because maybe someone will call them. And you know also, how hard Matt's... it is to call a payphone. Also, Matt's actually like considerate about everyone else being hungry and tired. Yeah, they're all tired and they haven't eaten. They're kids. Um, the group finally realized. Oh yeah, we've got those weird toy things we have. The gizmos. And they finally take a look at their digivices. First thing Izzy wants to do is take his apart. God damn, Izzy, like, slow your roll. It would roll. be very dangerous, because you kind of need that. A little bit. Uh, yeah, well, I, I like, I've always had kind of the impression of these things, like, they're like the bridge between the humans and the Digimon. Mm. So clearly there's a lot of energy, like, transfer going on between there. I assume opening one of those up is like opening up an old CRT, <laughs> where, like, you touch the wrong thing, you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then the rest of them decide to take a look to see what they've got in their pockets to see if they have any food. Uh, Sora's got a first aid kit in her pocket. Well, I mean, she's got like a fanny pack. Just like floating around. 
Yeah, I guess, but it's not like in a bag or anything. It's just well, this would all make sense if they've been bag. out like camping at camp or like hiking or something. But like they're all mm. hanging out in the cabin. Why would they be carrying the stuff around? Um, Izzy says he has his trusty laptop computer, which has a digital camera and also a small spell cell phone. In the nineties, I was about to say small cell phone that doesn't quite fit for the nineties, but sure. He is nine. <laughs> and he has these things. Where does he get well, this Well, to shit? be fair, this is Japan. They're kind of the, like, they're ahead of uh, everyone else in tech a little. True. Mm. But where does but he get apparently they're not working. Shit? Apparently they don't work at the moment. Yeah. I, I don't know if they ever mention this again, because it's like two episodes from now is Izzy's episode. And his computer works fine. Eh, maybe he finally got a signal. All Ty has is his miniature telescope. Fucking spyglass. Um, it's a spyglass. <laughs> like, why? Why would you call it a miniature, miniature telescope? telescope. Like, kids, kids don't know what a spyglass is. I don't kids know. fucking love pirates. <laughs> yeah. Oh why no, I, I, I don't. I don't think that. That's what the translators thought. <laughs> Bloody hell. Matt doesn't have anything because he's too cool. Yeah. <laughs> TK apparently stuffed his bag with junk food. Fuck oh, yeah, because he's what, like six? Because he's like seven. Smart kid. Yeah, he's got the right idea. Padma is <laughs> just looking at this like he's seen God. Yep. Considering who he is. <laughs> they ask Mimi what she's got. Uh, her bag has a compass, a stove, fuel for the stove, cutlery, a torch, a Swedish army knife, and assorted other just survival gear. Did you just say gear. Swedish army knife and not Swiss army knife? Swiss army knife, <laughs> yes. No, no, this is, this is a Swedish version. You don't hear much oh, about yeah. it, but the accoutrements are way Swiss different. Swiss army knife. My Danish, this is my Danish Marine spoon. <laughs> yes. Uh, and says, to be fair, we don't know if it's a Swiss... Why didn't you give us the compass when we were specifically to be fair, we don't saying know, we don't have a compass? We don't know that it's a Swiss army knife, because she just says it's one of those knives with all the, all the things and That's some other true. stuff. Oh, but considering Mimi and her family, like, I'm sure she probably either borrowed it from she a dad or She actually probably it. thinks it's Swedish. No, she probably heard it was Swiss and therefore thought it was, it was like an ornamental, like... Yo, piece of jewelry or accessory <laughs> to have or Matt says, Why didn't you give us the compass when we specifically said we don't have a compass? She said she thought it might be fun to see how they went without it. Also it's broken. I feel like that whole first half of that sentence is the thing you say while you're coming up with the actual good excuse, which is, it's broken, when it's probably not. Yeah, just trying to fill some air so she doesn't seem like she's thinking of an excuse. <laughs> uh, Joe walks over to Mimi and says she needs to stop thinking of herself and do something for the group and take a little responsibility. Well, I, I, I do like that they start teasing this early on, like, the group's dynamic yeah, they and They kind of stop teasing that, though. Until True. they start getting their crests. But it's still which like isn't the fact that, you know, the 15 episodes. Ty's courageous, he wants to go find a boat, which now I'm taking to be, you know, that's courage. You want to find a boat. That's all courage has to do with. You've got Matt mm. who actually cares about the group and their well-being, even though he's kind of useless Too and cool. kind of an idiot. <laughs> and, you know, Joe's responsible with all the, like, the emergency supplies, you know, and he keeps an eye for others' duties. And you've got Mimi who does have mm. to kind of learn a bit of more sincerity terms of interacting with others and actually doing things for everyone else even though she <laughs> even though she has like the whole like camping supplies with her somehow already yeah i don't know why she's just carrying all that with her uh joe starts to ration out 
the food and he's starting to think of you know, how long will this last us mm-hmm. and he's struggling to do maths while Izzy just gives him all the answers <laughs> well but at the end of, he ends up talking he talks it in circles he's like well we've got three days of food which there's seven of us so that's you know however many meals which gives us enough food for three days just mm. he talks the entire like equation around in a circle yeah and um then they go oh yeah but we have digimon and the whole thing just goes to shit because Digimon, it comes up a lot. They're basically perpetually hungry. They really are. So the the early episodes of the show really, really try to tie the like rules of the anime into the digital pets. Mm. You, you, know, you got to you gotta keep them. feeding them. You have to take care of them, and then you have to like give Clean them the energy poop. to yeah. Yeah, not so much that one. But, uh, <laughs> so you have to shake hey, them really up. hard so you can get more mileage out of them, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, that's how they digivolve. <laughs> the Digimon said, it's okay, we, we can like hunt and forage for our food. I was going to ask, what do they hunt for? Well, Is it fish. You know, other Digimon? <laughs> they eat each other's friends. Yeah, Gom- yeah Gomamon would be like... Well, they do this problem in no time. Just marching, on, so. marching fishes. Somebody puts out a stick as they come flying down, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's dinner. Agumon pepper breaths them. Yeah, there we go. Cook, cook, cooking plus spice yeah. all rolled yeah, into one. <laughs> pepper breath. <laughs> do you think it is peppery or is it just hot? I don't know. I'm ju- I just imagine it now. Like Agumon is a teppanyaki chef, and like using that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's got to be something with Agumon as a chef. Like, maybe one oh, of those... Oh, I, I can picture him wearing a chef hat. It's yeah, gotta yeah. Easily. Like... It's got to exist somewhere. Digi-chef. Um, <laughs> Joe's Well, we'll starts get to that. That's, talking... like, 40 episodes out. Yeah. Joe's ready to divide the food, but then he looks over and he sees Ty and Agumon are already just chowing down. Yeah. <laughs> That's courage right there. Not Not being unafraid to... Go ahead and eat while everyone else is, you know, rationing. Yep. Don't eat. give no fucks. Yep. Uh, didn't mention it before, but Gomamon's just been swimming this whole time. He's just been, like, lying on his back in the water. Uh, and then there's on. ominous growling. <laughs> and Beomon just sort of turns around and says, I see trouble. Uh, and this, this water spout just, like, pops up out of the sand and knocks over all the phone booths. Because fuck your phone booths. Yeah, that's... Well, they've they've served their purpose. we got to get rid of them now so they can't come back up on the plot. Mm. Yeah. And Shelmon sort of, like, comes out of the ground. And Shelmon's design is pretty sick. Yeah, I like Shelmon. He's a giant, like, fucking huge hermit crab whose shell is a drill. And he himself is like a gooey pink dinosaur with tentacle hair that shoots water. Yeah, he's basically, what if Slowbro was a dinosaur? Yeah. yeah, shit. And also, like, 15 feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> it's something I love about the, the really big Digimon, is how inconsistent their size is <laughs> all the time. Pay attention to it with um, when Mega Kabuterimon shows up. Because mm-hmm. he starts out, and he's sort of, like, 15, 20 feet tall. Okay. And then... When they go to the real world, he's fucking, like, the size of a building. <laughs> and then he shrinks back down again so he can fit inside the um, the TV tower. It's He's all over the place. 
Uh, he's, well, he must so that's be the like benefit. Ant-Man. He can, well, that's the benefit above, of being dig- digital. They're vectors, so they can just resize themselves. <laughs> oh, God, what if you accidentally, like, like missize yourself? Like, you didn't uh, set it to keep the aspect ratio. Is that why Greymon's oh, proportions are so distorted. weird? Yeah, Is that they like, made him too uh... tall without stretching him out? <laughs> anyway... Uh, so like, Joe breaks his back. Uh, <laughs> this scene's great. He tries. He's like, "Quick, everyone, run!" And he like tries to climb the um the cliff at the edge of the beach. He's like fifteen feet up. Yeah, yeah and then fuck. Shelmon just shoots him with water and just knocks him off yeah, and he falls gets on the with ground. A fire hose, like yeah, like he, just... he should have broken something with that fall. Well, I mean, we've already established that Ty's got a crazy concussion from landing on his head. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's so Which, obsessed with the boat. It's just all like, he can that think explains about. really all of his personality. Yeah. Maybe he because he climbs trees a lot, apparently, so maybe he just like fell. Just tie wakes in the middle of the night. Boat! Bro, where's the boat? <laughs> um Gomon's like, Joe! And then in the middle of his line <laughs> gets water in the face. <laughs> that is something you see at like a pool party, not like a yeah. life or death situation. Uh, all the Digimon try to use their attacks on Shelmon, but they either do nothing or don't even work because they haven't eaten. They're all hungry. Yep. Except for Agumon. Except Agumon, who did eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Padamon's attempt to do a boom bubble is so cute. <laughs> he, like, puffs himself up and then just sort of deflates. Yep. <laughs> He's so cute. I love Padamon. It's like... <laughs> I keep coming back to Kirby because he's kind of a Kirby. He really is mm. a Kirby. It's like when uh, it's like when you puff up as Kirby, but you haven't eaten anything, and then you just like try to spit out, and there's nothing to spit out, yeah. and he just kind of goes and he, falls. He really is a caramel Kirby. <laughs> uh, mm, cal- so they figure out that Kirby. because Agumon's eaten, he's the only one who's got enough strength to fight. Mm-hmm. Agumon tells Ty to make a diversion for him. <laughs> This I is, love this. This, this, is, this is courage right how here. How fucking reckless Ty is. Yeah. He grabs like a pole from one of the destroyed phone booths and then just charges Shelmon with it. And just like tries to hit him with it. Fucking Don Quixote over here, like just, just stabbing this yeah, fucking giant. Runs at it with this pole and just tries to stab him. Not even a swing, just like he's just basically like jabbing it with the pole. Like. Mm. And he immediately gets grabbed by the tentacle hair. Yeah. Um, we get the group gets like blasted with water, and we get the uh, very we get the dramatic... best anim- yeah the best animation in the show. It's literally one frame. <laughs> do, do, they move do. from they, they move so from one dumb. location on the beach to the other. They really just copy and paste, just slightly up and yeah. change their positions a bit. Um, we get a really dramatic. He's gonna get everyone, and there's nothing I can do. <laughs> Which is honestly not far off from the actual line. Yeah. Uh, and then his Digivice starts shaking, and you hear the, the beeping sound. Mm-hmm. Agumon yells at Digivolve. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some there's some weird stuff in the early episodes with like the the stock pieces that haven't quite everyone. gotten put together yet. Because mm, we get the the champion Digivolve sequence, but we don't get the whole thing. Which is weird, because it's the first time, and we don't get the complete sequence. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, the, well, last time they Digivolved, too, like, there was some, like, in 
in-universe effects that you don't really see after this point. Mm. Like, I don't know if... I, I feel like at this point, when they were originally making the show, they hadn't quite nailed down what the standards for everything was going to be yet. Yeah. Nice. And that's... That comes up as well because um, they add DG to the front of like everything. Because when Greymon, he like locks arms with Shelmon when he appears. He's a giant yeah, fire-breathing sort of, sort of T-Rex for a bit. monster. Yeah. Um, with yeah, with a Cubone skull. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a really big head. He does. What is up with his head? It's huge. Oh, and, and he he's, and he's and he's laughing like a like a villain in something. Yeah, he's Just, like. <laughs> That sounds like Wario. Yeah. A little bit. He like locks arms and then Shelmon starts shooting water at his face, so he sh- breathes fire to like get rid of the water. Which, Which yeah, completely that makes, defies that makes type advantage. Come on, Raymond. <laughs> well, see, um, this is this isn't Pokemon and they want you well, to know. Maybe, yeah. Well because I guess so Algamon is pepper breath, maybe he uses grease fire and you shouldn't add water to grease fires. <laughs> Yeah, it's just spreading it, yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> he throw he picks up Shelmon. Yeah, oh I actually really love this sequence. over the ocean. Yep. And then he yells out Digi Nova Blast. <laughs> um that is not what his attack is called. No. It's called Nova Blast. Yep. <laughs> and this is the only time he ever says Digi Nova Blast in the entire show. I think they realize just how many fucking like <laughs> Um, Digi words. Yeah, but had. how? Like, goddamn it! Like, <laughs> it's so. Just yeah, imagine adding, adding Digi to everything. Imagine if we had added like someone is human doing their fucking yard work outside. What that? Someone's doing yard work outside. No, they're doing Digi yard work. Get it right. <laughs> oh yeah, they're taking care of their Digi plants. <laughs> but yeah, imagine if we added human to the beginning of everything. I'm human drinking. <laughs> yeah, that, that just someone, makes you sound like an alien. Yeah. yeah. Just, Middle of boxing match, human. Well, maybe gods? Izzy was right. Instead of like those uh, Magneto was right, we need to get Izzy was right T-shirts. <laughs> aliens on them. Yeah, and just um, have uh, have a picture of Izzy doing that um, aliens yes. guy from. Uh, he has yeah. the hair what for it. it. Discovery Channel. Ancient aliens. He totally yeah. has the hair for it. Uh, so yeah, Shelmon gets hit by Nova Blast, which is just a big fireball. Mm-hmm. It's which a then, after a, which after a couple of seconds, like explodes, I guess. Mm. Uh, and then he falls into the ocean. Uh, this is thing that happens a lot in the early episodes before we see Devimon and like the Black Gears and stuff. They never actually like kill any Digimon for a long yeah, time. Yeah, because these aren't really evil Digimon. They're just you know jerks. Yeah. They do start killing Digimon. Um, we'll have to keep a running counter of how many Digimon they actually kill. Which later comes back. In like your yeah. series two, they actually talk about that shit of like, yeah, mm. we killed people. Like, <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, they just sort of like defeat them. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it makes it, it makes sense considering like they just got here, they don't entirely know what's going on, and they don't know if they can like stop these things for sure. They're just really trying to escape at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But the way it's presented is kind of like you know, and Team Digi Rockets Digi blasting off again. Well, yeah, except they, Matt ma- they do mention. Yeah. yeah. Matt says that they probably shouldn't stick around because, you know, they didn't beat him. They just. Well, they beat him, but he, he might come back. They didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, still, he's still around. Actually, yeah, come think of it, he did just kind of throw an aquatic Digimon into the water. It's like, he's got to come mm. back at some point, like, quite quickly, I assume. Yeah. 
So Greymon turns back into Agumon, and he's hungry again, even though he ate like thirty seconds ago. Yeah, but he burned feeling. up all that. Like, like he needed fuel for that fireball. Where do you think that came from? <laughs> Are you telling me if I he eat just... the pizza, I can, I can do a fireball? Are you telling me this? Well, there'll probably be enough grease eat a in hot your enough burps. pizza. Okay, I know what I'm doing after we finish recording. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Uh, Dress your corgi as a Patamon, yeah. and then do do your own Nova Blast. Fucking yeah, I'm doing this, and then yeah. you're gonna hear about a, ter- a terrible fire consuming my house. Because <laughs> <laughs> you accidentally breathe fire. Is it like that? Um, is it like the chili from Super Smash Brothers? I guess. I, I mean, oh, the chili? super spicy curry. The curry. That's I it. Where know... you just eat it, and you just have fire coming out of your mouth. I do know someone, and you who can't does, stop like... running. <laughs> I do know someone who does do fire, who used to do fire twirling and fire breathing. Huh. Anyway, the gang is giving the Digimon all their food. Because, I mean, let's face it, if you have to choose between being eaten by a giant monster or not having lunch, hmm. give the Digimon the fucking food. We need these <laughs> giant monsters. Yeah, yeah, the kids aren't gonna do, aren't gonna do crap. They don't need mm. food. It was Izzy, not Matt, that said Shelmon wasn't killed and they should pack up and leave. Yeah, it makes sense. I I thought that sounded a bit too logical for Matt. A bit too useful information for Matt. Mm. Izzy says that, uh, well, because there's these phones, it makes sense that there would be someone to use them. There must be people who live nearby. The Digimon just told you that no humans live here. Yep. (laughs) Well... And you you were all over that alien thing, like... Yeah, he, he's he's ago. he's a skeptic one minute and a believer the next. Like, <laughs> make up your mind, Izzy. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> Joe's going. I plan on avoiding monsters altogether. Fair enough. Good idea, Joe. Fuck. Good fucking plan. I, I'm curious how you plan to enact that, but you know, considering I, I like there is a monster that. that follows you around everywhere you go. <laughs> Ty says, "Okay, here we go," and then in unison. Every single one of them says, Digimon! And we get a freeze frame finish. <laughs> Just imagine, like, yelling that and walking off, like... Yeah. See, I'm picturing, I'm picturing just, like, one of the... I'm picturing Izzy, actually. Like, everyone does that. <laughs> Digimon, freeze! And Izzy's just looking around like, what's... What are you doing, guys? <laughs> like, is that one like, guy it's the end of an episode the freeze of Police frame squad. where he, he keeps moving and it's like, huh? Yep. It's, it's the inverse of, like, someone trying to initiate a slow clap, but no one does it. But in this case, like... Wait, yep. no, you initiated a slow clap for nothing. Why are people clapping? There's no reason to clap. What are you doing? <laughs> yep. Uh, there's no narration to finish this episode. So yeah, I'm going to try the... and keep track of this narration <laughs> thing. Because I want to... Fu- I think the problem that was when I didn't remember when it finished was because if you watch enough stuff on Netflix, it starts to cut out the intro. Okay. Automatically. And I, like, binge-watched this. Yeah. Um... So yeah, it it would cut out the intro, so I'd never get Which is that narration. Normally, actually, pretty helpful. Like I episode. like that feature when I'm yeah. not like watching a show to review it. But I I want to know what the fuck this deal is with the narration. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, early yeah. early kids show narration is just fucking weird in general. Like there's no consistency, and especially coming from no. Sapan. <laughs> hmm. But there's so many different narrators to this show we get characters narrating we get digimon narrating we get fucking jenai narrating at some point i'm surprised i think we i think myotismon narrates at one point (laughs) 
I think. Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> oh god, I, I, what? I, I don't remember that. But now I'm curious. I think I, I, he might not, but I maybe he does. Someone does. It might have been Gatomon, but it was somebody on his team for sure. Mm, I think it might have been Wizardmon. Did I can see for Wizardmon. his episode? Uh, yeah, yes, from the grave, Wizardmon <laughs> narrates. <laughs> well, that comes up, I think, in Adventure 2, because you find out in this show that when the Digimon die, it scatters their data, which then reforms back at a place called the Primary Village into an oh, egg. Oh, yeah, no, I think I think some of that actually is covered in this series. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but if they die in the real world, it scatters their data to the real world, and it never reforms. Fuck! Well, yeah, Wizardmon is doesn't dead. Work that way in he the is real world. dead for good. It's like, fucked. he ain't coming back. God damn. Along with all the other Digimon they killed in the real world during the acid trip that is Digimon World Tour. Oh my god, I love that so much. <laughs> god, oh man, I was... I was so on board with that. I'm pretty sure I still have a VHS somewhere that's got a couple episodes it's... of that, because I had to be gone the day that one of those was airing, and I was not gonna miss it. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, it was like the hypest shit ever. It's like they're going all around the world, and there's all these different Digimon and what the fuck was that episode? <laughs> Save it when we actually reach that. Like, Oh my God. I have, I have got, I'm going to like prepare rants for everything in that fucking <laughs> gonna be season. The fucking Tyler filibuster on the Digimon world tour. Like... Holy shit. That in everything in that show, except for like Ken <laughs> deserves just, ranting I don't for well, hours. I don't know the, there were some great ideas the um the armor digivolution whole thing was really cool and I was so disappointed they didn't follow through with all the different combinations mm. Mm. I just in that abridged episode they brought up how no one mentions the O2 kids everyone's <laughs> like so are Davis and the others just dead I mean, try and to everyone just goes. Of, you know what the fuck happened? Yeah, everyone just goes. Uh, I don't really care. And then Kari quips up with, "Ken deserved better." Yeah, Ken. Which, yeah, Ken was the best. Yes, old Ken, the... you did deserve better. I mean, he's literally... see, I, I'd be fine if they got rid of the kids, kept the Digimon, because the Digimon were cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I feel bad for Ken because he's he's the only one out of the O2 bunch to have a crest as well. Which makes no sense. Oh, that's sense. right. Because not only does he have a crest, but he has an ori- he had an original Digivice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because wasn't, he supposed, wasn't the, he's like D3s. supposed to be a Digidestin who never made it? Yeah. Well, no, because Jedi tells them that there were only eight eggs. So what the fuck happened? Did, was there a miscount? Like. <laughs> Is this linked well, to Jedi says Ryu there were again? only eight eggs, and then maybe his egg was with, like, I don't know, one of the other Jedi's from around the world. Oh, that's right. Because remember, there's, like, there. Mexican Jedi and Russian Jedi. And Australian Jedi. Don't forget right. Australian Jedi. <laughs> and they all look exactly the same. Fucking Aussie Santa Obi-Wan Kenobi ripoff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always get an Obi Wan Kenobi vibe from too, especially when we see the younger version. Yeah, he kind of looks like he's, young Obi Wan. He's like, even got he's the got, fucking rat tail. He's got the rat's tail. Like, he is Obi Wan Kenobi, and they never explain. I mean, his name is Jedi. Like it's it's got to be Obi Wan. If they if 
it comes out that he was not influenced by Obi-Wan from the uh, prequels, I'm going to be actually, like, kind of sad and shocked. Like, he, genuinely. He wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't inspired by Obi-Wan Kenobi the same way Deadly Premonition wasn't inspired by Twin Peaks. That's fair enough. That's a, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> not at all. Original idea, do not steal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what did you think of this episode? Because... <sighs> We get a lot of episodes like these. We get one for each character for, like, the next six episodes because you get one for each Digivolution. That, that makes the sense. Thing about this, the thing Five about this is... Doesn't get one. The show is still weird. And, I, I mean, the show is always weird, but it's weird in a different way where, like... It feels like they haven't really decided how everything works yet and the language they use for stuff doesn't quite all fit with the rest of the show and there's no real sense of an arc to it yet like mm. it's we gonna be two episodes bad. yeah it'll be two episodes before we even see a black gear yeah the black gear is first in sora's episode you say? yeah yeah um miramon yeah which is terrifying but oh like... Mir- yeah that oh he's scary <laughs> but like but um this, this this is essentially like what the same problem with the fucking original Pokemon anime was of it's this is the Viridian Forest part of just we just got to get mm. slog through it. It this is the intro. It's, we've got to get it's through set it. up. They're trying to figure out how the formula is going to work. Yeah, the character yeah. This dynamic. feels like part two of the intro or of the yeah. uh, opening episode, really. And I kind of felt like every episode was like that until we finish seeing the champions. Yeah. yeah. Until after we get... Who's the last one to Digivolve? Is Anjumon. It... Oh, you mean, oh, you mean before oh, Anjumon? Yeah. At, before Anjumon, because... Uh, I think it's Gomamon. Yeah, I'd yeah, say, yeah. I was thinking Ikakumon, because yeah. he's at the, with the Bakamon. Yeah, that so episode is creepy. Yeah. In, in general, those things are weird. Do you remember in the 8th Child Arc when Ty jumped on top of a Bakamon and started beating the crap out of it? Oh, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. He just jumped onto its head and started hitting it. Well, it doesn't make sense, but no, in I terms suppose, of Ty, it makes, it makes total sense it's, for it's a ghost. They can well, walk I through suppose, I was going to say, I suppose instead of the real world, they'd have to have mass. But no, they totally move through solid objects in the real world, if I'm remembering correctly. I'm pretty sure they do. We just saw Ty kind of take a telephone pole to a giant shellfish dinosaur. Like, I can imagine I him trying Ty to jump on it. I don't yeah, think I can Ty imagine him trying. Enough. The fact that he succeeds is what's bothering me. <laughs> I don't think Ty is smart enough to distinguish between courage and stupidity. Wait, wait, do you think this is one of those things where Ty is, like, so oblivious to the fact that he can't hit a ghost that he can? Yeah. He's just he's just not aware that they... Because Bakamon it's the, gets it's stronger... The throw yourself to the ground and miss thing. sort of concept. It's, mm. it's the... Where if you aren't aware that you're breaking the laws of physics, you can do it. But also, like, I can imagine he also believes in himself so hard, reality just accidentally shifts around him. Like, like it's like the Orcs in Warhammer 40k. They think red makes things go faster. So hard, collectively, that it just happens. Well, that's, that happens I like in the Digimon, idea that but the it doesn't universe... happen in the digital world. Eh. Remember, there's an entire other dimension for that. That's true. I like, I, I like the idea, though, that, like, Ty's, like, lack of logic is so baffling that even reality itself <coughs> gives up on trying to understand where he's coming from and just rolls with him. Yeah. We can't yeah. shackle this kid. 
He doesn't even remember having so... a dinosaur pet that fought a giant parrot. What the fuck are we I supposed know. to do? How do you not remember God, this? I wish, I wish we got more with Parrotmon. I like that design. Yeah, he's a he's giant a armored parrot. Giant parrot. He's a giant armored parrot that fights a dinosaur in the middle of. To it's you'd so think, fucking cool. They never mentioned it again. You think hanging out with a dinosaur that turns into a bigger dinosaur and fights a parrot would be one of the defining moments of your childhood? That's all I wanted <laughs> in my childhood. Like, he can't even remember. Instead, it. he just fucking represses it and. Doesn't remember it imagine, until I would imagine it's like, until fucking Jedi like, tells him about it. It's like yeah, a, that's what kills me. Like you'd think seeing another Agumon would be like a like a nom flashback moment yeah. for him. He's been repressing this for years. I would imagine fucking Kari remembers. I just want to picture it's like that experiment they did with. She memory, was like three. Where like they would like they would Photoshop people as like as uh for their childhood photos into like a picture of them riding a hot air balloon and show them and like. The automatic thing your brain does is, oh, oh yeah, I totally have been a hot air balloon. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah just fill, mm. yeah, just fill in the blanks. Yeah. It was one that uh, I think it was something like a whole, a majority of people, if you told them that, remember that time you got lost in a shopping center yeah. as a kid? Yeah, they would remember that even if they literally never got lost in a shopping center. <laughs> now apply that to like Agumon, like tell, like Photoshop them like in the middle of the street with a dinosaur fighting a parrot. Like, don't you remember this? Yeah, it totally happened, right? Mm. See the brain he, over, oh, like just fucking overheat. But going, no, that that didn't. But that's a picture. I guess. I just, mean, yeah. it it would make sense for the other kids to maybe not remember because they only saw it from their apartments yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they're like bystanders. But like that Ty Agumon stayed right in the middle of it. Yeah. That Agumon stayed back. in their house. They fed him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he remembers it in the movie. Because that when War Greymon was yeah, defeated, he, he was it, like, yeah. he's like, I don't have a whistle to wake well, no, you this no, time. No, no, that whole that whole thing comes up during the Eighth Child arc. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I guess that's that's when the that's when the memory is unlocked and he like, I don't know, regains some stat points. <laughs> like, why, why just why wouldn't you remember having a dinosaur friend as a child? Like... Having an awesome, cool dinosaur, like just pal. Be one of the coolest things ever. That's like finding out your like your best friend like had a robot that talked and did everything with you as a kid, and then the robot what, like went away one day, and they just forgot about the robot until like you brought up something that reminded them. Like, wait, you had a robot as a kid, but you never fucking mentioned okay, okay. it. Okay, here's 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 what I imagine. Like, after this happened, like Ty wouldn't shut up about it, and so his parents sat him down and told him <laughs> that he imagined the whole thing because he just couldn't handle, he just couldn't handle that, and like Ty being an idiot, <laughs> believed them so hard. I think that does come up. I think it might have been Izzy was saying that uh, after the because what the police said about the Greymon Parrotmon fight was it was a terrorist bombing. And I think it might have been Izzy who, who was TK, said he saw the monsters fighting and his parents told him that, no, the monsters aren't real. You, you're imagining it. Huh. Which would make yeah, sense. Yeah, that's like, right. TK was, whole, TK was like that three whole episode. at the time, so. And Ty and is basically the has the intelligence of a three-year-old now, so. Oh God, he's so thick. What the hell, Ty? Actually, you know what? I can see a comparison if you imagine, like, oh... When you're a kid, like a pet of yours died, and you were so sad about it dying, 
and as a parent, just the way to make you cope was just telling you it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. You never, you never had a dog. That was an imaginary friend. Yeah. You never had a dinosaur. That is the most. See, that like, one's a little. That's an easier sell, to be honest. <laughs> but to a child, that's also one of the most depressing sentences I've heard. You never had a dinosaur. No, I never did. Oh, no. Yeah, Fuck that you. is. Yeah, Fuck it's you. kind of a monster of a parent who would tell them tell their ch child that. It's so weird that, yeah, and that Agumon was a different Agumon. I always find that weird. Yeah, like what? It's not the like, same. What happened Agumon. to it? Like, is it is it just dead now? It went back to the digital world. Did it? But did... we never see or hear from it again. Because that was wasn't that the ending of the movie? Like, it and the Parrotmon got sucked into a portal. Maybe yeah, but we don't know where ocean? that portal went. Oh God. So, oh, so the Parrotmon would only ever come back, and so... Wait, is is uh, the Parrotmon Mon... the, uh, the ominous eyes we see under the ocean in the Dark Ocean episode? I mean, that was clearly Cthulhu, but maybe that's the Parrotmon's, like, <laughs> it, it's, final devil. I'm pretty sure it's called Dagomon, because it's supposed to be, like, Dagon. Oh, god damn it. The fish monster. Okay, sure, sure. I think that's what it was supposed to be, because uh, they never fucking made that arc. We don't know. Well, apparently evolving into a Cthulian monster is kind of half the course of digivolution, so you know I can see it. Hmm. So yeah, no, the uh, yeah, so the the Greymon just had to had to steal them both away for the good of all worlds. <laughs> They're locked in eternal combat in <laughs> uh, you know the great beyond, and they should have made it at the end of Adventure Two instead of it being Myodismon behind everything. It should have been the Parrotmon. <laughs> yes. Yes. And Ty's just like, great. who are you? It's like, who? And like, it never it never speaks. It just, like, squawks like a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone just shows up and it's like, why is there a giant parrot in this fucking toy box? And then Ty's just like, oh, god damn it, you again. Fuck. I, I remember you. Like, this is, he's acting like it's the first time he's seen it. <laughs> it's so weird that Parrotmon never turned, like, not even the design ever turns up again. Yeah. yeah, like, even when they have the, like, flash, like, the whole flashback episode or whatever, where they, like, bridge that and repeat it or whatever, it's a, it's a, like, Mammothmon, isn't it? It's, like, yeah, a completely different it's Digimon. it's a Mammothmon fighting Garudamon. I would imagine what the fuck, like, what, yeah, why does the Parrotmon design never turn up again? I don't know. It's weird. It must have been one of the earliest designs they made for a Digimon. Because I remember reading the first Digimon ever designed was Tyrannomon. That makes sense. Yeah. Because for the for the toys, when they made them, I think they had like a 16 by 16 screen. <laughs> okay. Which is not a lot to work with. Yeah. And they needed to make designs for the monsters on them that looked mon like monsters. So yeah, so yeah. generic dinosaur. So yeah, that makes dinosaurs sense. were the first thing they went exactly. for, which is why I assume Greymon would have been one of the first as well. Yeah. Well, that seems to be a, that seems to be a popular sort of like monster design too, though, because like one of the first uh, Pokemon designed was a Rhydon, hmm. which is a very similar like shape and like style. Big bulky dinosaur monster. Well, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense when you look at uh, look at all the kaiju designs, and like that's a that's a common theme for mm. monsters in Japanese popular culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I still love that when they made the original Digimon toys, they just went, you know what, Tamagotchis sell really well, so let's make one that don't sell to girls. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Why would why like 
girls and boys like Tamagotchis. Why would you market one specifically towards boys? You idiots. I was weird that they well, that's, like, that's the toy industry. They, the <sighs> way they always framed those ads was like, yeah, it's like a schoolyard fight, both animals, so it's basically dog fighting. Mm. Like, that yeah, was way the, more dog way, fighting than Pokemon ever was. The way to make it targeted towards boys is instead of having just cute animals, you have monsters and you can make them fight. I remember I never did that at school because I was scared of my monster getting well, they, hurt. The, they never fucking worked. <laughs> no, barely ever you, They had, like, the, the metal prongs on the front, yeah. and if they lost contact for even a split second, it just didn't work. Yeah, like, if they could have made those infrared, it would have, like, probably <laughs> been a lot more effective. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been as cheap. That's true, actually. It's true. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I remember it was really funny when, um... Was it? I can't remember. It was one of the Ruby and Sapphire. Maybe it was Fire Red and Leaf Green on the Game Boy. They came with like those infrared. Oh yeah, they had the wireless adapter that you plug in. Yeah, and that was like the first time you had wireless contact with. Well, that's not true. The Game Boy Color actually had an infrared thing built in that almost no games used. Yeah, you could get two. You could get two exclusive um cards in the trading card game with it if you used it with another game. I remember that, Or another yeah. person with the game. Wasn't that the only the trading card game that didn't come out in English? No, the first one did. The, sec- yeah. the follow-up to it never did. I played a yeah, shit I thought the first the, the, Yeah, I have the first one. It's on my shelf, actually. But the um, infrared thing, isn't that only in so the Japanese one? No, it never came out. No, huh. the, the regular Game Boy Advance has it. I, uh, I harassed my cousin into getting one just so I could get the two <laughs> exclusive cards, which were just regular <laughs> cards from the game with uh, different art. The game was it. hard. It was. I sucked at that game. I could never beat the fucking, like, I... water, uh, the swimming water. Uh, like I remember person. beating it, but there was, like, all these weird events and stuff. Yeah. Where they would show up randomly and I never got why. They never win the fucking coin. Yeah, uh, it, it was actually timing like based. Circus uh, when are you and... got. When you got a when you got a certain number of uh, medals because they couldn't be badges because that's for the main series. Yep. Uh, when you got a certain number of medals, it would activate activate uh, like special events. Mm. That's right. It was weird. Alright, So moving on to the plugs, Joel. You got anything to plug? <laughs> um, I mean, same as last week. Uh, check out Teeners with Attitude if you like this sort of like nostalgic looks back at and making fun of. You know, stuff from your childhood in the 90s. Uh, Power Rangers we... is a bit more crazy than the show Yeah, so there's, far. there's a lot more this show absurdity picks up, to cover. Fucking that show. Power Rangers is I mean, constantly really... a fever dream. Power Rangers is constantly the Digimon World Tour. <laughs> Just all yeah, the time. essentially, Can you imagine yeah. if Power Rangers had a Power Rangers World Tour where they go all around the world and there's Power Rangers everywhere? Well, they they kind of do. Um, if you listen to our show, we've kind of determined that Angel Grove, the city of Power Rangers, is the only city on Earth. So it makes sense. It's the only they, they have a world true tour. It's just a very short one. Yeah, <laughs> they, the world tour is that take giant a flight fucking out, park that and then they, they fly, fly back. in every single episode. Is the park just what the rest of the world turned into? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. It's basically infinite. <laughs> so yeah, you can find them on iTunes, on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Teenagers with Attitude, um, at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Uh, we also have a Facebook group. 
And uh, Jules, uh, what have you got to plug? Same as last week. You can find me on Gatsby Low on Twitter. And I'm also uh, on Women Write About Comics, where you can see my latest review, which I spent nearly fucking 3,000 words talking about the Power Rangers comic that just came out. Yeah, that's a really good comic, and uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, a really, really, a really nice. good article that you wrote on it, too, Thank if you. I do say so. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Including comic... Teenagers with Attitude References. I actually didn't realize... Like, I wrote that down. You didn't do that on purpose? I didn't. I don't want to tell Tack I didn't do it on purpose. I actually just wrote it down, and then I was like, oh, shit. No, that's that's great. That means we're that means we're so iconic now that it's in your subconscious. Yes. Oh, it's fuck. just the... It's just the, the term has just eclipsed yeah, all other terms. Yeah, tightly colored spandex. It's like... It, when I actually read that, I was like, that makes no sense. That was, like, one of the things that my editor didn't take out. Because, <laughs> because it makes... Even though it makes no sense, everyone knows what it means. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, Great. you can check out that enormous review for a single, like, issue number zero of a comic that came out. A 16-page comic, yeah. however long it is. Yeah, the initial draft was actually, like, 2,200. And then I was asked to add, to write more. So I was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I can do that. Mm. And for me, uh, we're finally up on iTunes for this podcast. Hooray! Uh, it took a, a while because they didn't like the fact that I said the word dick in the description <laughs> of the last episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't, currently on iTunes, Boy. you can't have naughty language in the descriptions. Boy, do they have a surprise coming for them when they actually listen to some of the shows that are oh, hosted on there. Yeah. <laughs> um because I sent them an email about it, because, like, I submitted it, and they were like, oh, no, it's been refused submission because of the description. And I tried submitting it again after I changed it, but it said it had already been submitted. So I actually had to go <laughs> send in a support ticket to say, hey, my description had the word dick in it, and I changed it. Can I you put my podcast up now? Can, can, can we be on your website now? <laughs> yep. So we're on iTunes. Uh, I also have a email set up which is i think it's digitalmoncast at gmail.com probably should probably should clarify that before we ask people to email it <laughs> yes uh it is yes okay, <laughs> um, like so if you have any questions i email think me. just you know just try some addresses that sound like that and i'm sure we'll get it eventually yeah. you find out, oh whoops those digital non-cost shit <laughs> crap digital mon coast <laughs> <laughs> um we might get sued by Wizards of the Coast if we do something like that. <laughs> but yeah, if you have any questions, send them in. doesn't have to be Digimon-related, although it can be. We'll find a way if to turn to us... Digimon-related. Oh, yeah. If you prefer to li- write us a real letter, you can send it to Analogmoncast. <laughs> <laughs> to Snailmon. Uh, if you want to send us a real letter, just uh, put the address as The Digital World. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, make it into a paper airplane and throw it out a window. It'll find us. Just yeah. throw it into the beach and we'll get it. Don't worry, we mm. will. Don't put, it, don't put it in a bottle. Just throw it into the beach. <laughs> just in the sand. Yeah. And it'll turn up. Exactly. It'll find its way. <laughs> so that's us. Uh, we'll leave it there. All right. So this has been Digital Moncast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, Bye everyone. Hello? Hey, Mom, it's me. At the town, the time will be exactly 45 miles per hour. And 90 seconds. 
Something's wrong or mom's flipped. Tomorrow's forecast calls for clear skies with occasional ice cream. What do you wear for that? This number only exists in your imagination. Please hang up and don't call back. What planet did I dial?